Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop roleplaying and escape room puzzles. It's like an old point-and-click adventure, except the puzzles actually make sense and you're not going to lose because you forgot to pick up that crowbar way back in room one. Every episode, our puzzle master Danny takes guests through a room of her own creation that exists only in her mind or on paper or, it's 2017, on the small iPad she has in front of her. And this episode, our guests are Lan and Annika. Hi, hello. Now, Lan, you've already done an episode. You did episode eight. eight. The toy shop episode. Yeah, which was good. You did well. You escaped. It was creepy. <laughs> it was creepy. I'm um, listening to it right now, actually. It's really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Annika, obviously, you haven't been on our show. Have you done actual escape rooms in I've the physical been, world? No, I've never done one before. Oh, um, man. I know. So I'm doing one in the next couple of months, but I've been listening to your podcast and that's why I bought tickets to an escape room. So. Oh, that's oh, so nice. nice. I'm really keen. Uh, yeah, so it should be fine. You've listened to a few and Lan, you've done one before, so you know the basic rules. Mm-hmm. Danny, do you want to go through just for our audience at home? Well, the main rules for real escape rooms and this one is don't break anything on purpose. Don't climb on the furniture. And even though for this room in particular, it really might look like it, no outside knowledge is required. And no mats either. Yay! Yay! Alright, Danny, would you like to get us started with the description of the room? Absolutely. As you trek down the seemingly endless hallway, you try to remember the details of the books you read last night. This is probably your one chance to appear on a game show, and you do not plan on being one of those people who goes out on the first question. You're more than a little desperate for the kinds of rewards this show promises it can give you. You hope it's easy. First episodes of game shows never seem to get the difficulty balance quite right, so with a little luck, this'll work in your favour. You turn a corner and find yourself faced with two doors, a dull grey one on your left and a blinding in-your-face purple one to your right with the words ENTRY TO SET painted on it. Well, it couldn't be any clearer. You open the purple door and step inside and take in the sight of the game show set. You're walking in down an aisle that bisects the audience area, about half a dozen rows of seats on each side. Hanging from the ceiling just in front of them is an electric sign, one of those applause instruction signs, although it's currently switched off. Beyond that is the actual show stage, and getting a look at it, you're a bit confused. This is a brand new show, yet all the equipment looks a bit... used. And a bit all over the place. There doesn't seem to be a consistent theme here. On the wall at the far end is an enormous question board, which sort of reminds you of the one from Jeopardy. In the far right corner are three stands for contestants, with a large wheel in front of them that looks ripped right out of Wheel of Fortune. Between the wheel and the audience is some kind of bizarre obstacle course with a judge's table beside it. You have no idea what show that's from. And is that a barrel suspended above the contestants' chairs, ready to pour something on them if they do something wrong? To the left of the question board is a stand for the show's host, and against the left wall is a table of prizes. Finally, in the very centre of the room, you see a section of floor has been cut out and replaced with a 3x3 grid of LCD screens. As you try to get your head around what the rules of this show could possibly be, you hear a voice from somewhere in the audience seats behind you. It's open! Go! With that, three bodies leap from the aisles and sprint towards the purple door. You see each of them throw something aside. A closer look reveals tiny headset microphones. Before you know it, all three of the people are out the door and have slammed it shut behind them. You rush forward and tug on the handle, but it doesn't budge. The door has a small, triangular, glassless window built into it. And through this window, you see two of the people running down the hallway, while the third pauses to face you. Sorry, she says. 
but it's either you or us, and we've been here forever. What? She gives a wild laugh. You thought this was a real show? I was the one who sent you the invitation. I managed to sneak it out without him noticing. This is his game. He likes to watch and punish you if you do things wrong. We've been trapped here for weeks. We realized getting some new players for him was the only way we could escape. He says there's a way to win the game, but it's a lie. We've never even come close. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, and a little tip. Watch the board. There's a meter on it to let you know how entertained he is. Don't let it hit zero. And she runs away. Okay, so first of all, why don't you ever invite me on your fun rooms? You always take me on these creepy ones. I'm sorry, which of our rooms would you have preferred? The tower one with the princess. And I don't know, I just think the idea of you trapped in like a creepy room is quite amusing. Uh, it's what the people want. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Is there anything playing on the LCD screens? The LCD screens in the middle of the floor, you mean? Yeah. There are nine of them, so it built in a square shape. The screens are on. Each one has a huge number on it, animated so it's dancing around and spinning and all that stuff. Uh, starting from the top left and going horizontally, I can tell you what those numbers are. Mm -hmm. They are 0, 5, 11, 20, 30, 36, 50, 54, and 75. Now, we were promised we'd only have to count to ten. So I assume the zero and five are important and the rest of the numbers <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to use. Thank God. Where do you want to look, Lan? Uh, the person mentioned a meter with a score that can't get to below zero. Where is that? So she mentioned watch the board for that. Oh, okay. So that big... Oh, the question board. Yeah. It's Can a, we have a... Absolutely. It's a big electronic board with a navy blue background. Displaying it at the moment are uh, two things. One in the bottom left corner is what looks like a segmented column, like from a graph. There's an axis next to it telling you how many segments are in this column. At the moment, it's at 51. And above the column is a little smiley face. The other thing being displayed at the moment, right at the top, are the words... Take your places to begin round one. Ooh. What's on the prizes table? Sitting on the prize table, there are three boxes. They're almost like safes, presumably with the prizes locked inside. You take a look at each box and you see they're all locked in different ways. Prize one requires a combination, prize two a key, and prize three, there's a small electronic screen on the front with a digital pen attached. You've seen those before, they're picture locks. You have to draw the right object to unlock it. Ooh. Prize one is the smallest, it's about the size of your fist. Prize two is bigger but not huge. Prize three is about the size of a toy chest. I yeah. want to know what's in those boxes. I want to find Prizes. the key. <laughs> There's got to be a key somewhere. There's got to be a key. Okay, um, are, the, are the audience seats empty? They are empty. So there are about six rows of seats on either side of the aisle. Each one has a letter designation, you know, row A, row B, etc. And the individual seats have numbers. You have a sneaking suspicion that they were ripped out from a theatre somewhere. What kind of numbers? Is it like A, 2, A, 3? Exactly. Okay, so there's no seat 0, seat 5, seat 11? Well, there is a seat 5 and a seat 11. There's no seat 0. That would be weird. Are the seats numbered in order? Yes. They seem perfectly... Normal as far as they go. Okay. Can I take a cursory look underneath the seats? Absolutely you can. Under the first chair you search, you find a piece of paper stuck to the bottom of it. It says $800. Ooh. 
you check the next chair and you find another piece of paper and this one says lightning. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> is that really that funny? <laughs> those are the two prizes you can win. $800. No wonder those people were so desperate to leave. They're like, am I getting money or lightning? <laughs> you can survive getting struck by lightning, but like could, only just. You could also survive receiving $800. Look. Every chair seems to have a piece of paper stuck to it. It's either got a dollar amount or a <laughs> seemingly random word. Lightning. When we collect all of the words and there would put them be on a, a table, lot of them. I I don't know how much I'd recommend taking them out and so they don't create any kind of coherent message. No, they don't seem to. Um, what about the dollar values? Do they add up to any significant number? No, the highest you find is a thousand. They just seem to go up in two hundred or one hundred dollar increments. So they're probably audience prizes or could threats. be. Can we take a look at the contestants' chairs? Yeah. So there are three contestant spots. Do you have any preferences to which one you look at first? Land the middle one. All right, contestant two spot. All of the contestants have a lectern to stand behind with a movable microphone screwed into the top. The microphones don't actually seem to work, which you suppose is why those last players were wearing headset mics. There's a piece of paper on contestant 2's lectern, folded in half diagonally. And on the half that you can see, there's an empty 3x3 three three grid. Are there any numbers on it? No, it's a blank grid. You also see a name badge on the lectern that says Lorelei. Lorelei. I keep the paper in case I want to fill in the grid later. Fair enough. And I put it in my pocket. No, wait, I open the piece of paper and see if there's anything else. <laughs> there is nothing else on that piece of paper. Okay. I wonder if there's anything significant about it being folded diagonally. Is that the kind of thing that we would... Yeah, I mean, we've lost the game now. We can't escape because you unfolded it. As you have a bit of a lively discussion about what this folded piece of paper means for you, you have a look at the board again and you notice that entertainment meter now says 49. (gasps) We can't let it hit zero. Okay, what's on contestant number one's table? On contestant one's lectern, there's another name badge. This one says Kate, and it has a different piece of paper on it. It's got a list of getting to know you sort of questions, which I will reveal to you right now if one of you would like to read. Ooh, sure. A million dollars, do you want it? Yep. K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Can you do that? Uh, yes. Three words, anything to win. Is this your motto? Sure. And do you have another motto? No. Oh. Uh, two other players. Can you destroy them? No. F is for failure. Were you an F student in school? No. Four hours for a single game. Do you have the stamina? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you win the game! Did I, did I win? Hey, what's Hold our on. entertainment What's our entertainment number? meter? It's actually gone down. Uh, oh. How many questions were there? Seven? It goes down seven <gasps> points. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is, um... Uh, the first letter of all of these sentences, do they make up any kind of code we could use? AK3 and 2F4. Uh, no, yeah, um, that seems cluey. It does seem cluey, but it also doesn't really seem like it gives you much at this stage. No. Let's, Maybe you'll learn more. Why don't we keep this piece of paper as well for future reference? Okay, Collect them papers. made of pockets. <laughs> That's my favorite dress. It has pockets. <laughs> um, Should we look at? Let's keep it. Okay. And look at something else. I do a lively jig to get the entertainment meter back up. 
The entertainment meter does not move at your lively jig. I tell a series of of witty dad jokes and watch the entertainment meter fall to 48. (laughs) It's fallen below 48 now. It fell seven points. It falls another point at your dad joke. Why might it be going down? Well, it's set to take your places for... Oh, hold on. Let's look at seat three first. Cool. So, again, it's the lectern. It's got this movable microphone screwed into the top. They don't actually seem to work. That's why they were wearing headset mics that they threw onto the ground. Contestant three's lectern is totally bare. There is nothing exciting about it except for the name badge, which says Len. We go and grab the headset microphones. You go and grab a couple of the headset microphones that the last players took off. Anything interesting? No, they seem like nice little functional headset microphones. We put them on. Excellent. The entertainment meter goes up a little bit. Good. He couldn't hear you. We, oh, we he say, wanted to hear your dad jokes. Oh, oh, right. We tell them again. We tell them again. And the entertainment meter... It hovers a little. <laughs> <laughs> up two, down one. They were a little stale this time, uh, but... Okay, we say, let's get ready to rumble! Brilliant! The entertainment meter... Rumbles. (laughs) Oh, uh, we have a look at the host lectern. Over in that host area, they've got a lectern as well. It's a low one, presumably so the viewers can fully appreciate their clothes. There's a sheet of paper sitting on that lectern, but it's blank, except for one word at the very top. It says, introduction. And then there's a colon after it. A colon's the two dots one, isn't it? No, no. it's like a human colon. <laughs> stapled to the piece of paper. <laughs> Lan, you're once again in the creepy room. <laughs> and you're like, I knew it. <sighs> this is like sore. I take the colon. <laughs> and I throw Please. it. And you say, I'll use this later. <laughs> you fold it diagonally and put it in the pocket. Um, I have a look at the judges table. This one is a full booth sort of setup. There's a comfy chair sitting on the inside of a horseshoe-shaped table. On the table, there are two buttons, one blue, one orange. Pressing them makes a funny little siren-y noise, but from inside the judge's table, you don't see anything else happen. Does anything else happen around the room when I press those buttons? Uh, you're welcome to have one of you press the buttons and one of you sort of wander around if you like. Oh, yes. How about you press the buttons and I'll have a look at the a go at the obstacle course, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure will be safe. I'm, I feel like a kid is like, okay, now you sit here and just press these buttons, and mummy's gonna be right back. You can be player two. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, all right, if any of these things crush me, may that. Be on your head. Well, as you, Annika, walk around towards the obstacle course and Lan is just pressing those buttons, you do notice that on the outside front area of the table, something is flashing, like where a contestant's score would show up if it were a contestant thing. And when she presses the blue button, you see a picture of a thumbs up show up on the front of it. And if she presses the orange one, you notice a thumbs down. Okay, so Lan, as I'm going through this potentially deadly obstacle course, I want you to keep your hand firmly pressed on the blue button. <laughs> the blue button. Orange button. <laughs> well, before you enter the obstacle course, let's take a look at it first. It's a bit like a circular maze. The goal is to reach the center where there's a reward waiting for you. The obstacles themselves seem simple enough. Ropes and barriers to climb through. 
but suspended from bars along the sides of the maze are what look like guns. Ooh. Quite a lot of them. Blue button. Blue button. <laughs> you can do this, Lan. I take the guns. <laughs> you cannot reach the guns. I say, screw it, I'm going into the obstacle course. You step past the starting point of the obstacle course, and as soon as your whole body is in, you hear a beeping. It's an alarm. There must be some kind of sensor built into it. And over the beeping, you hear a robotic voice. Human form detected. Damn it. And the guns, all of those guns mounted along the side, point at you and begin firing like crazy. It's okay, they're paintball guns. Which would still hurt, so with a wild effort you throw yourself backwards off the course and the guns shoot straight into the audience instead. <laughs> what a fun show this must have come from. Oh my god. Oh, and to rub salt into the wound, you see a flash from somewhere above you. That sign above the audience has some words flashing on it. It does not say applause. It says, haha, eat paint rats, try... You assume that the word again was meant to be there, but it sort of cut off. Well, if they're telling me to try again... Wait, what does the entertainment meter say now? It's still actually the same. Oh. Mm. Well, look, it said try again, rat. It just says try. You also notice these letters are all brightly coloured. The first letter's red, the second blue, third orange, fourth green, and then it starts again with red and keeps going like that. So you see red, blue, orange, green? Yeah, hold on. Sorry. Eight Um. paints. I'm um, not rats. going to eat the paint. That seems too obvious um, <laughs> and <no>. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the red letters. Sorry, what I what I am currently doing is writing out what color each letter is. Mm. Um, in red, we have letters that spell out the word heart. In blue, we have less helpfully air. <laughs> <laughs> In orange, we have Haternti. Haternti! Oh, oh. uh, I go to the third prize and I try drawing a heart, a, a love heart, on the picture screen. Well, you know what? Your drawing skills and deductive skills must be very adequate because the screen recognizes that image of a heart and yeah! makes a happy chiming noise. Yes! yes! You're so adequate! Oh my god, I love being adequate! <laughs> the top of the box pops open and inside is your prize. A large feather pillow. Luxurious. Because <laughs> we'll be here forever. <laughs> Since I'm the one bruised and covered in paint, I'm keeping this pillow. <laughs> I tear the pillow open with my bare hands. Oh no! Okay. Sorry about your pillow. <laughs> um, hey, I it was you a know clue. how you keep saying that the microphones are screwed on? Mm. What happens if I unscrew them at the contestants' lecterns? You grab one of them and you jiggle it a little bit. It does kind of seem like it should unscrew, but it is tight. It is insanely tight. Okay. You don't think you're going to get it out without lots of oil and tools or something. Okay. Oh, the Wheel of Fortune wheel behind mm-hmm. the contestants. Can we spin it? Is there anything written on it? You can absolutely give it a spin. It is pretty similar to the one you'd expect to see on Wheel of Fortune. So it's got several wedge-shaped sections with different money amounts and things that you can spin for. No bankrupt or loser turn space, which is kind of nice. A lot of the money amounts also pretty generously high. Is there a lightning? (laughs) (laughs) If there is, Lan, you're spinning it this time. There is no lightning wedge. Uh, You give it a random spin 
and it lands on a blue space marked $1,200. Yay! When it does, you notice a small device in the center of the wheel. It sort of looks like a timer. It flashes five, four, three, oh no. two, one at you and then goes blank. What if I press that blue button while the t- while it's spinning the- on the judge's Well, table? this time, if you spin it again, it actually lands on an orange space. So oh. pressing the blue button, you can. It doesn't seem to do anything. That timer, again, it appears. Five, four, three, two, one. Pressing the blue button doesn't seem to have any effect. Okay, you know what we Can need? We... we need a key to get into this into one of the prizes. Yes. Where would we find it? The big key? blue board is still flashing the take your places to get started sort of message. Well, let's oh. sit down in these chairs. Okay. I'll be Lorelai. Alright, you're going to sit down at Lorelai's lectern. I'll be Len. Wait, what was the third person's name? That was Len. And the other person was Kate. I'll be Len. Mm. Alright, you sit down in spots two and three. The board seems to sense your readiness because the image on it changes. The entertainment meter remains in the bottom corner, but the rest of the board now says round one. After a moment, a question pops up. What is the legal drinking age in Thailand? Zero. (laughs) I say looking at the LCDs board. All right, Lan. No, I... <laughs> Which one of you is going to shout out an answer? Uh, hold on. Lorelai is. Lorelai says... Looking at what we have, the only thing we really have that has numbers on it is the LCDs board. I mean, we could go with 20. That's a reasonable <sighs> age. Lorelai says 20. A big green tick appears on the board and the next question pops Yay. up. Yay! So let's cross off. The number 20. Oh, does the LCD screen, like, does that screen go dark? No, nothing happens to the LCD screens okay. as far as you can see. To the nearest million, what is the population of Canada? Oh, oh, 30. Mm-hmm. Len says 30. Len yells out 30 and a big red cross shows up on the board. Len. Not only that, the entertainment meter in the bottom left corner goes down six segments. Oh. It's so embarrassing how much I don't know about Canada. I can't try again because... Yeah, I um, guess it's Lorelai's turn. I yell out 36. Another big green tick appears on the board. Lorelai is nailing it. Lorelai, know it all. And the next question. According to George Orwell, how many steps are in the procedure for making a nice cup of tea? 75. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, That was not my official answer. Len says 11. The tick appears once again. Yes. 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 Bonus 500 points if you can name what those 11 steps are. I don't have them in front of me, so I cannot confirm or deny. But I know he has a lot of opinions. One of them is being pretentious. (laughs) I'll link those 11 tea steps in the show description. I'll put them in the show notes. Just go over to the show notes and you'll see a link to George Orwell's 11 steps of tea making. Definitely the most significant thing he ever wrote. Yeah. (laughs) So, the... Step 10 is write 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Step 11 is reward yourself with a nice cup of tea. (laughs) So, the tick appeared for you, Len, along with some animated fireworks because you guys have completed round one. Yay! After several seconds of these fireworks, the screen changes to the words... Loading categories for round two. Ooh. You wait, but it seems to be a really slow loading screen. Has anything changed while we were playing? 
How, how's the the barrel hanging threateningly above us? <laughs> it's not as precarious as you might think. It's suspended about 15 feet above the contestants, fully upright. You do see the mechanics are in place for it to flip over and dump its contents on someone at a moment's notice. But you can't see the contents from here, or if it's even actually full. Um, this applause sign. Yes. Is there anything interesting about it if we inspect it? If we look behind? The moment it's still got that haha eat paint rats thing about it. Uh, it looks surprisingly nice and updated compared to some of the other stuff that's here. It's electronic, can probably cycle between different commands, but that's about it. We've already spun the Wheel of Fortune. We've opened one of the prizes. We've done a little bit of spinning of the Wheel of Fortune. So we could spin some more. Yeah, I'll stay at the buttons while you spin, just in case. Okay. All right, so if you recall, what was the first spin that you made? Blue. Blue. And the second one was orange for 3,000, which is where it still is right now. Okay. Sorry, how much was blue? 1,200. If you spin it a third time, you get blue, 7,000. And if I press the blue button? The timer does stop, so it stops midway through. Nothing really seems to happen, but it does stop. Hmm. I, I take a spin. Uh, you get blue, 2,500. And I'm feeling lucky, so I spin again. Orange, 5,000. Okay. We were promised there's no maths, so let's not bother yep. adding up those <laughs> numbers. Just to confirm that, when you spin again, the next one you get is a blue car space. Ooh, nice one. No numbers at all. Oh. It's not that impressive. It's not a space that says car, like you've won a car. Yeah. It says car space. <laughs> you've just won free parking. Nice. That, that is worth that's a actually lot probably more money in Sydney than a car. Considering we're stuck here forever, that's actually very valuable. <laughs> <laughs> My car won't be towed when I leave. Okay, so car space. And after the car space, you spin once more and you get blue, 6,600. But then if you try again, it's... Back to blue twelve hundred again, and seems to start Ooh. over. Oh, so there is a pattern. Hey, Lan, can you like hit the buttons in this order? Blue, yeah. orange, blue, blue, orange, blue, blue. Lan presses those buttons, and from the wheel, you see those thumbs up and thumbs down appear. So every time she presses the blue button, a thumbs up appears. Every time she presses orange, thumbs down appears. And I mimic the thumbs with my own thumbs. <laughs> Entertainment meter goes up. Yay! <laughs> You're welcome. Blue is up and orange is down, so I jump. I duck. I jump. <laughs> and the entertainment meter goes wild. Look, it goes up by one in pity. Oh. I don't know what it's at now, about 40. Are there any things that we've seen that require me to, to go up, down in any way? Like thumbs up, thumbs down? What do thumbs up and thumbs down often mean? Yes, no. Good, bad. So oh, answers to the questions. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yes, answers to the questions. Okay. Getting to know your questions. Uh, I ask the questions again. I pull the paper out of my pocket where I'd conveniently kept it before. <laughs> <laughs> In my dresser pockets. <laughs> and I ask you the questions again. Um, should, okay, so the questions are, a million dollars, do you want it? Yes. K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Can you do that? No. Three words, anything to win. Is this your motto? Yes. And do you have another motto? Yes. Two other players. Can you destroy them? No. F is for failure. Were you an F student in school? Yes. <laughs> Four hours for a single game. Do you have the stamina? Yes. Nothing seems to happen. Oh, mm. all that effort. Okay, so we've taken notes on the piece of paper about what was yes and what was no. And we're sure it's useful in some way. We compose a little tune. Yes. No. no. Yes, yes. 
No. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh. It does not. Uh, um, can I examine the blank piece of paper that says introduction with a colon staple to it? Some sure, more? it has exactly what you just said it did. What corner of the paper is introduction written on? Oh, it's right at the top. At the top, okay. I hold it and say, hello, my name is Lan. <laughs> Nothing happens, not even a blip on the entertainment meter. I'm just really curious about whether there's something at the center of the maze. Me too. And I'm also wondering, like, there's got to be somewhere for the key to be stored. Maybe the center of the maze. Maybe. Well, that's what I mean. Probably. But how do I get there without being killed by paintballs? Exactly. There must be something. Why don't... Can we pick up the seats? Pick up the seats. Not uh, from the audience? Or anywhere, really? No. Everything seems to be fixed to the ground. I pick up the Wheel of Fortune wheel. (laughs) Oh, no. That does not work. And I use it as a shield. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Nothing is a particularly effective shield here. Okay, so we have to deactivate the guns. Can we circle the obstacle course and see if there's any kind of power point? Not that you can see. You suspect all of the fancy stuff goes on underneath yeah. the floor. We can still work with these questions. Oh, what if we just looked at the ones that have yes against them? So a million dollars, three words... Um, and so A3 and F4, which are seat numbers. Oh, okay. Okay. I go to A3 and I send you to F4. Okay. I go to F4. All right. So under seat A3, Len Annika finds a piece of paper that says $600. Len slash Lorelai, you go check out seat F4. I preferred Lorelan. Lorelan. (laughs) My mistake. (laughs) Lorelan sh- and Lenica. I really should have known. <laughs> this was foolish on me. Or Annalyn. <laughs> well, Lorelan, you find a piece of paper under seat F4 that says vocalize. $600 and vocalize. Um, I shout $600. <laughs> it seems fair enough. Sadly, it does not do anything. <laughs> um, I go have a look at the combination lock. On prize number one. Sure. It seems pretty standard. You can just... It's just numbers? Yeah. I try 600. Nothing happens. There's one thing that you haven't really messed around with. You've looked at it, but you haven't messed around with it. The LCD screen? Hmm. Okay. I inspect the LCD screen. Sure. (laughs) Great detail. So they've still got those original nine numbers dancing around on them? Uh Uh-huh. Can, is there any? Is there a switch or anything we can do? There is not a switch. There may be things you can do with them. I stand on the number 36. You stand on the number 36 and the screen sort of ripples. It is touch responsive. Ooh. Ooh. We play that dance game. <laughs> <laughs> um, to a tune that only you know. Yeah. Um, no, Annika loudly sings <laughs> while I play DDR. Do... Do, 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 do. Listeners at home, you can't see me, but I'm dancing really well right now. Whoa, what good dancing. Outstanding. This is your highest quality episode yet. Okay, so given that it's a touch screen, I try touching all of the squares to see if anything changes on any of them. If you, tr- I mean, you, there are, are nine not, of them. You don't really once. have all of the hands for that. <laughs> I mean, you know, just just one after the other. I touch everything and see if anything changes. You go around one after the other, pressing them, and each one seems to have that same sort of ripple effect. I try um, 
writing the number 600 on one of the screens. It just ripples. It understands that you are touching it. It doesn't understand that you're trying to write. Okay. I place my hands and feet on the numbers we've used so far. So 20, 36, and 11. All right. You put Mm. hands and feet on those three screens that were your first round answers to the T and Canada and Thailand questions. And as soon as you do, all the screens go blank. Then the middle screen starts to light up as if a strange light is shining through the floor from beneath. It's not a normal light. It looks like it might have ultraviolet properties. Oh, 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 I take the the blank piece, uh, the introduction. I take that blank piece of paper and I hold it up to the light and see if there's any invisible ink. You hold the host's piece of paper over the funny light, and as you thought, invisible words do appear. Yes! They seem to be part of an introductory spiel for the show's presenter. The paper says, Welcome to Spin It to Win It, where the wheel spins at 1800 hours, and then twice more always on the hour. The longest airtime of any game show you've ever seen, but nobody's sick of us yet. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh nervously. That's exactly what the entertainment meter wanted. The entertainment meter wobbles. <laughs> uh, I'm so bad at 24-hour time. So I was going to say, what's 1800? It's 6, 6 o'clock, okay. 6 p.m. Which you, is funny because 600 was the other that number. That would involve subtracting 12, so that's too much, man. Yeah. Indeed, you promised nothing more <laughs> yeah. than 10. So. Um, I vocalize the words of the introduction paper and see if anything happens. <laughs> nothing happens. Aww. Uh, what about the other blank piece of paper that was folded in half? The one folded in half with a grid on it? Still nothing. Oh. Okay. Can we just spin the wheel, wheel two more times to get it? You spin it randomly and it seems to be trying to follow that same pattern that you had before. Right. With the blue ones and the orange ones. So you're saying the wheel is rigged. We're going to blow this thing wide open. I think there are a couple of things that we need to try and do. Yes. So we need to escape this room yes (laughs) we need to open the other two prizes Mm -hmm. and we need to find out how to turn off the paint guns because it seems like getting into that obstacle course maze is important yeah so let's try and figure out if you need to figure out what is like what is important about this yeah clue that you have Mm -hmm. just found welcome to it will crack your case wide open okay okay numbers numbers spins at 1800 hours and then twice more on the hour um um, none of the wheel segments are 1800. Yeah, there's an 1800 wheel segment. What color is it? It's, say, yellow. Can I try and pry it off? It does not pry. Can I, like, slowly turn the wheel so that the you, red arrow points to the 1800? You can absolutely rig your spin to make it land on the 1800. I do that. All right. It sits on the 1800. And then twice more on the hour. So I do it two more times. Do what exactly? I rig the spin two more times. To land on... 1800. No, that doesn't seem to do anything. Oh. What if I do 1800 and then 1900 and then 2000? Ooh. If you do that, then once it's landed on all three, you see a flash from the sign above the audience. <gasps> Ooh. You rush over to read it and you'll see it says the words, Players chirp, viewers laugh. What color are those words? They are now just white. For entertainment value, I do my best bird impression. <clears throat> Kaka! <laughs> well, actually, the, the entertainment not... meter goes down one, perhaps because you didn't obey the sign 
players chirp, viewers laugh. I run to the audience, act as a viewer. You are currently around the audience area to read the sign. Ah, uh, well, oh. we laugh. Oh, we. Call the entertainment meter does not go down this time. Okay. There must have been something okay about that. We laugh harder. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> so it, let's say the entertainment meter goes up one, but then down again. So overall, it hasn't moved. It's trying to tell you you're half right. I tell my oh. dad jokes again. I go up onto the stage and chirp on the stage because I'm a player. So I'm on the. I'm gonna go sit in a contestant's chair. You run I, back to your contestant's chair. I sit in Laurel Land's chair and I go tweet. What's chirping? Chirp, 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 tweet, tweet. Meanwhile, I'm hilarious. To be honest, you feel like idiots, but you do your very best chirping noises and painfully awkward laughing, and you hear a mechanical creak come from above you, Laurelan. It's the barrel of burning coals. It spins the whole way around and it tips its contents all over you and pours right down onto contestant number three's lectern. It's bright yellow, thankfully unscented, horrendously sticky slime. It's got a buttery, oily consistency. It'll take forever to get off and it is covering you head to toe. So you look like a big butter monster. Oh, but not like a person. Also. Yes. As you vocalize your apparent excitement, I thought it would be disgust, but whatever, the board changes. The big blue, a big grid of several rows and columns appears on it. In the top row of each column, there's a word and the rest of the grid squares contain monetary values. You suspect the words at the top are categories and you'd be supposed to select a category and value you'd like to play for. What are the categories? They are apologize, categorize, digitize, monetize, randomize, vocalize, and lightning. Vocalize. Vocalize. We, we pick the vocalize column. All right, so you're just going to stand there in your huge buttery globby mess. <laughs> no, wait, I reckon you should go for the maze. I'm going to go, yeah, I want to go for the maze, but um, let me get, I'm going to try and go for the maze. Alright, Laurelan, you aren't crazy about facing those guns. You're already covered in buttery slime. You don't really want to add paint to that. But you step past the starting point and nothing happens. No yes. sensors, no yes. alarms, no gunfire. The slime must stop the system recognizing you. You walk to the center of the obstacle course, taking your time with getting over the barriers and weaving through the ropes. Squeezing and sliding yeah. through. Squish! That's going to be a sun sound. Like... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> when you reach the middle... It's good audio. It's a pleasant, pleasant listening experience. When you reach the middle, you see a wooden pedestal. There's nothing on it, but carved into the top, you see a message. Congratulations! 83012. Oh, you yell out that number. <laughs> this is what you do. Sorry. You decide what you do with that number while I stand conveniently by the combination lock. <laughs> Um, I get out of the paintball maids, and then I say, Annika, I mean, Lenica, 83012. I put it in the combination lock, and 
the lock clicks open. Yay! Inside the prize number one box, you find a neon pink pen. And as you pull it out, you also notice something happening behind you at the LCD screens. Some new images are appearing on them. Ooh. What are they? You go over to them and respectively, the three screens in the top row show pictures of a hang glider, a person putting in a contact lens, and a cat stalking a mouse. The, I am creeped out. The middle row, left and right screens, have a microphone and a pair of people kissing. The bottom row has a campfire, a boat pulling into a key, and three young children ice skating. The very middle screen doesn't have a picture, but it does have the words, Memory test. Study screens for 10 seconds, then write what you see. Oh, I get out my blank grid. And, and your newly pen. acquired neon pink pen. And in 10 seconds or less, I quickly jot down everything that's on the screen. Can, you, can you remember them? Yes. We without, right, without reading your notes. Okay, well, give us 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> so you go down the left side, I'll go, I'll go down the right okay. side. Okay. Okay, so I get out my grid and... And ask you if what you, you cheat, remember. If you cheat, you will lose a couple of entertainment meter points, but... Okay, so on the grid, I write whatever I can remember. And then you say learn. Um, okay, I go contact lens, cat chasing mouse, people kissing, kids ice skating, boat pulls into key, campfire, microphone, um, hang gliding. Well done, good memorizing. That was all correct. Thanks. She says, not having right. any notes. <laughs> All right, cool. That blank piece of paper, you've now filled in that grid with some key words for those pictures. What do we do with it? Land is very Who knows? But don't forget that board was still... Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Let's go back to the apologize, categorize, vocalize board. What um, other prize categories? And is there a $600 prize category? You could elect to go for vocalize for 600 Oh, we, we, we do that. All right. The board... As if it hears you, highlights the vocalize and 600 squares, and some instructions pop up for how this round works. Mm. One player gets three words to describe, the other gets three words to describe, swapping vice versa until each player has described and guessed three words correctly. And you have to be creative, so you can't just say, starts with C and rhymes with bat, or that entertainment meter is going to plummet. Clat. So, who would like to be the first describer? Oh, I will, I will. All right, here is your first word. Doesn't rhyme with anything. Oh, oh. Orange. Woo, well done. <laughs> All right, so player two. There is your first word. Uh, a big vessel in which to have your morning coffee. I was going to say submarine. <laughs> <laughs> a mug. Yes. Well done. <laughs> word number two. Kids do this... It's an action where their um, he feet go above their heads. Handstand. Oh, so, and then they um, land back on their feet. Cartwheel. Yes. Well done. Word number two for player two. Why uh, oh. <laughs> can't I describe this? When the peasants fight against their oppressors, they hold Uprising. a... Uprising. Keep... Yes. Revolt. Revolution. A, uh, uh, rally. Um, uh, it does begin with that letter. It sounds like the sports store that one might... Rebel have. Rebellion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Player one's final word. Ooh. Okay. Um... Women used to be accused of this if they were being reasonable. Witchcraft. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wrong way. Um, 
And it's where you get super upset and just... Tantrum? Uh, close. Um, um, uh, uh, let's see. Like, unreasonably upset and very... And fit? women are more likely to be accused of this. Oh, um, um, hysteria. Yes. Well done. And last word. As a law enforcement officer, you may be able to... Um, you may be able to charge people under certain areas... That are discretion your, that are your responsibility but some things will be under somebody else's responsibility yes. purview um somebody else's <laughs> jurisdiction yes nice yes. <laughs> more celebratory fireworks appear on the board and this time you swear you can feel vibrations running through the floor as if the board's connected to a subwoofer in fact these vibrations are so strong you see the board start to shake then you hear a crack a small part of the screen falls cleanly off the wall and onto the floor and you wince as it smashes to pieces. Great, the person watching you probably didn't love that. You rush over to the board to see if there's any way it can be repaired, but it's a lost cause. Most of the pieces are too small to salvage. Interestingly, the biggest one you can find broke off in the shape of a perfect right-angled triangle. I pull out my right, my diagonally folded <laughs> piece of paper and see if it... They do seem to be the same size. Ooh. Oh, there's a triangle in the door. The door has a <gasps> triangle-shaped windowless hole. Uh, we take the triangle and put it in the door? The piece of broken board does fit perfectly into the glassless window, and there must be some sort of fancy electronics built into the door because the triangle lights up. The navy blue becomes bright and an image starts to appear on it. Four circles, quite large, just borders, no fill, making a diamond shape. Put my piece of paper over that screen and with my pen I trace the circles. Alright. When you do that, you notice those circles do fit quite perfectly with four of the spaces in your 3 by 3 grid. You can probably tell from the diamond shape which ones those are going to be. Oh, uh, contact lens. Mike and kissing. And there was Bo a fourth one. Boat pulls into key. Hmm. This is what's known as a rebus puzzle. Contact, kissing, boat, key, loud. Le lens. Len is one of the contestants. Lens. Microphone. Should we just make out and see if the other <laughs> like changes? Um, let's not do that. Um, Len, so, you're going pretty well. Yeah, so lens, microphone. Key. Kissing? Kissing oh, key? Oh, it was a boat coming into a key, and key rhymes with key, which is what we need to <laughs> yeah. get <in> the last. That's <laughs> what we need for the last So prize. Lens, mic. Lens, what's a mic as in a person? Lens, mic, kissing key. But. Kiss. Mic, lens, kiss key? Lens, mic, kiss. Lens, Make. microphone. So lens, mic is key. Oh, I, I go to lens, I go to lens microphone on the... Mike Sand. Yeah, right. So and because Lan is covered in, Laura Lan is covered in butter, I wonder if that's enough oil to remove <laughs> to remove his mic from the mic stand. That's fair. So do we get what's going there? Lens, mic, kiss, key. Lens, mic is key. Okay, so we go to okay. lens, mic. Lan, I take some of the slime off of your I oh, know, I just rub myself all of <laughs> against it. All right. Some of that slime seems to seep into the grooves at the base and you feel it start to loosen. A few twists and the whole thing comes out. And lo and behold, the very bottom of this long microphone has a tiny key sticking out of it. <gasps> oh, oh, we take nice. it to prize number two and see if the key fits. 
The key works, and you successfully swing open the lid of the box. You eagerly reach in to claim your prize, and it's a tall, refreshing glass of water. Now, as soon as you get your hands on that final prize, because you've got all three of them now, all the bright lights above you switch off. The set plunges into blackness, and the only thing stopping you from being completely blinded is a soft glow coming from just beyond the purple door. You stumble towards it and peer through the window. The grey door opposite is opening. You watch riveted as somebody storms through it. It's a man, small and scraggly, with a beard that's simultaneously wispy and reaching halfway down his chest. His sleeveless shirt reveals next to no muscle mass, but the poisonous glare he's giving you lets you know that he wants nothing more than to hit you anyway. Nobody wins, he screeches, stamping on the floor. Nobody wins my games but me! Not nobody, not know how. <laughs> you try to yell back, but he doesn't seem to hear you. He's just having this full-on tantrum. I tap my microphone. Is this thing on? <laughs> you must have cheated. That's the only way you could have done it. Well, here's what happens to cheaters. They never leave. Good luck getting out without the word of the day. With that, he stomps his way back through the door into what must be his little viewing room. And seconds later, you hear a faint ticking noise coming from somewhere beneath your feet. Oh. Word of the day. He makes it sound like that's the key to opening the door and assuming he's telling the truth, you should probably figure out what that is and quickly because that ticking sounds awfully like he's rigged this place with explosives. Once you've escaped, you could figure out what to do with him, if anything, or you could just save your own skin and leave him. But first this word, maybe those strange prizes have something to do with it. Okay, so we there had was... a pillow, uh -huh. a glass of water, uh -huh. and a pen. And a pen. And, and it was pink, it was bright pink. Okay, totally know the answer, but I don't want to jump. She'll let Lan say <laughs> But Lan, you say it. So these prizes were specifically determined to try to lead you towards a word. I want something to do with writing? I don't... Do we think the colour is significant? The colour of the pen? It very well could be. Yeah, okay. The features of these things could be the important part of them, rather Flamingo. than what they are. As soon as you say the word flamingo, the door pops open. Oh my god, I got it! Yes! <laughs> it was pink, it was watery, and it was, and it was feathers. Yes! 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 We're free! You are free to get out of there. That grey door at the other end isn't locked, so you could go and beat him up if you want to, or you could just leave because the place might be about to explode. We go and we take our car out of the two hour parking spot. <laughs> Move it to your free blue space. <laughs> oh my god. And skip away. Did we escape? You escaped! Yay! Yay! That was really fun. That was Congratulations. So oh my god. You smashed that flamingo. That was awesome. Wow. It was because I really, I was making bird jokes the whole oh, episode. True. Yeah. And then when I was true. like, feather, pillow, pink. Yeah, they were trying to lead you there the whole time by I making you chirp and stuff. I didn't even think of the water, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> when you were like, yeah, it's a water bed. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I totally knew that. Uh, lovely, congratulations. Uh, we don't have your time, but your time was... 67 minutes and 26 seconds. Hey, congratulations. Yay! Yay! Woohoo! <laughs>
I'm so pleased we escaped. Oh, lovely. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, guys. How was that? That was so much fun. Awesome. I don't know if I hope that real escape rooms are as much fun or more fun or way less fun because they ours is the best. Can't possibly be this good. Yeah. Excellent. This is more fun. You yeah. will probably not be slimed in a room. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one of the things that didn't happen because you guys got the, the clue really fast, when you were guessing uh, answers to those first questions and they lined up with numbers on the 3x3 grid, Oh yeah. The when you get one wrong, the number of points that you lose is it how far right away you are from oh. the guess? So when you guessed thirty, you were si- you lost six points of the entertainment was to get to thirty six. Oh. So oh, we even didn't if you even have notice yeah, that, but it means so... even if you have no idea, which would have been great if you had guessed seventy five for that total <laughs> question. Yeah, you know, we just died. We'd be at zero. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> what happens if you hit zero? What does happen? The if bomb goes zero? off. No, the bomb doesn't go off. The whole floor will be electrocuted. <laughs> so you will get a very painful shock. Oh, oh, so yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's oh, that, fun. So cool. That's so fun. Oh man. Cool, 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 cool. Well, I hope we gave you everything you needed. I think it came out really well. Yeah, I think fun. you did great. All right. That was lovely. I'm glad you guys had a good time. You guys did really well. Before we finish off, um, I'll actually be guesting on another podcast. I'll be doing an episode of the Wild Pitch podcast. If you want to keep an eye out for that, it should be released on the 22nd of November. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe that's when it'll come out. But keep an eye out. I'll also put it on the Facebook page or tweet it when that episode comes out. But it should be fun. So go check me out over there. And the usual, if you enjoy our podcast, please throw us some likes, some reviews in Just the places where like reviews <laughs> happen. Tell people about it. Run the games for them and let us know how it went. Yeah, lovely. So, yes, you can. there's links in the description to our Facebook or our Twitter or email. I don't think we have any other things to link there, but you can follow those. We like emails. What's your Twitter? Our Twitter is at EskThisPodcast. Incredibly Which is weird because our email. Because our email is EscapeThisPod. <laughs> it's all very clever marketing decisions alright Danny would you like to give us a preview of what will the, be the next room so for episode 14 I'm really excited to say we are going a little bit magic school bus <gasps> you made it through the bad times you made it through the good you always knew you could